What's up, Mike? Are you there? Frank, Frank, what's up, buddy? How's it going? How you feeling after last night? Oh, man, let me tell you. I, I got a lot on my mind today. A lot. So do I. So let's get right into it. Uh, welcome to episode three of This Guy and That Guy podcast. I'm your host, Frank Negron. And, and I'm Mike Ruda. And we're going to go right into uh, what we've seen this past weekend. Um, since you you were kind of adamant about uh, getting on this episode, so I'll let you start. So here we are, American League Championship Series, the heavyweight bout that everybody wanted, Houston Astros, New York Yankees. And if you would have told me after game two, we would have been tied at one. Uh, I would have, I would have taken that in a heartbeat. Uh, I am not greedy. I understand what we're going up against. Um, I firmly expected last night to go the way it went. Did I expect to be in the game as much and as long as we were, where we had the opportunity to put a stranglehold on the series going home up two games to none? No, I didn't. But they made me believe last night that they had the opportunity to do so. Well, like I was telling you, they that game was there for for the taking. They they had to. I mean, I know it, we wanted to get at least one game in Houston this weekend, but the fact that we were in that game the entire game, there were so many chances for us to to just put them away, give them that good like knockdown blow. And we just didn't do it. And that, it, it, it kind of stings me. It kind of, it's, it's going to linger with me until we get to game three. Tomorrow. I think it's, I think it stings everybody who is an adamant Yankee fan, uh, who knows that, you know, we, we could have had, and I'll say this again, we could have had a stranglehold on this series. Um, by no means am I saying that, oh God, you know, it's the end of the world. Uh, you know, we're going to go home and we're going to get our ass kicked in three, you know, two of the next three. I'm not going to say that. I'm not. We're, we're coming home. And I feel comfortable coming home with the next three games in Yankee Stadium tied at one. I feel comfortable as well. And like like I was telling you, I, I'm comfortable with this particular team um, playing against Houston. And you see it in the first two games. This is a much different team. Then 2017, um, like it, like I said, they really should have left with a two-game-to-nothing lead. Um, but it is what it is. But I like our chances coming home. Um, you know, facts, the question here are, is, facts here are the Astros' offense is struggling, and they're struggling mightily. I, I don't know how many runners. I don't have off the top of my head how many runners they left in scoring position last night. But that game could have got out of hand at any point. Oh, there was there's about maybe four or five um, spots in the game where they could have broke it open and they didn't. And that's what made me so nervous about yesterday. We were playing with fire and we had the chance to put them away. We kept playing with fire and we finally got burned. And we go back to our episode. I believe it was the first episode we recorded. Um, we said this on our, one of our podcasts where... Aaron Boone was going to bring in Adam Adovino and he was going to hang. I think we said, 
I think we said that on each episode because we both saw the same thing late down the stretch that Adovito just doesn't have it. And the numbers also suggest that right around August, he hit usually hits a particular innings um, threshold that he just, his stuff falls and again, on I'm, the table. And... I'm not going to sit here and second guess Aaron Boone. I, I, no, you he's can't. Pushed, he's pushed all the right buttons this year. And unfortunately, last night he ran out of chips, um, you know, and that's that 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 was having to bring in J.A. Happ. But that'll be another that, that'll be a few minutes down the line when I get into that. But again, Adovino is has been overworked and you can just tell that he doesn't have the. He doesn't have the sharpness he on, on his no slider. The, 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 the sharpness is not there. Um I don't want to say that the confidence is not there because it is because after that home run that he gave up, he came and got, he got out of the inning, you know, which that inning could have been terrible. That inning could have been, oh, let's employ. Was it, was it Altuve or Bregman that he struck out? Uh, it was Bregman, I believe. Bregman. Yeah, that was a big strikeout. Um, I, it's not the confidence thing either. It's just, he's just over overworked and, and, mm-hmm. You're gonna run into that at this time of the year, so I, uh, I can't second guess Boone. Uh, I probably, I mean, if Boone is managing to to keep the the foot on, on the pedal, maybe bringing Canely first. Well, from here on out, I mean, I think the the recipe for success in this series is going to be Green, Canely, Britton, and then Chapman with the uh, mixing in of Loizaga at some point. Um, I think at this point you have to stay away from Adovino in one to two run games. I was just going to ask you that. What do you do with him now? You, you keep him out of one to two one games uh, to two run games at this point. Um, you know, if you have a matchup that favors, you know, it's a it's 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 tough. It's tough because he's been one of our you know he's been one of our pieces that got us to where we're at right now. It's, and I'm not knocking his talent. I'm not knocking anything that he's done this year. He hasn't been. He's been. He's been great. He's tired. He's 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 pitched a lot, and he's starting to show the wear and tear of the season. Right. Or I don't think of the season. Been, he yeah. hasn't been you. He hasn't played this much baseball in his entire career. I mean, Colorado. He made the playoffs, but they didn't go deep like this. No. The beginning of the season, me and you talked about it. It was in, We were talking about this, I think, maybe in in April, that too much out of, you know, every day. Yep. This guy's coming in, inning, inning two-thirds, inning and a third, two-thirds here, like, every day. Mm-hmm. And eventually, it was going to catch up to, to Boone and... Last night was the night. It was night, and you actually said it. You said, "I'm afraid that in a in a one run game, he's gonna hang a slider, and there goes the lead." And that's what he did last night. He hung a slider, and that it, it didn't cost us the game per se. It, it made the game tied at two, but that swung the momentum in favor of Houston, and that was pretty much they they wrote that the rest of the game because the Yankees really didn't do much after that. Yeah, I mean, ultimately. You know, last night we really could have put the foot on the throat, man. And does it feel like the series' momentum has shifted? In my opinion, no. I don't think that the series' uh, momentum has shifted at all. 
I believe that this is going to be a dogfight. And the way the Astros are offensively right now with runners in scoring position, you put up one run an inning, it's not going to get the job done. No, it's 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 not. So, I mean, and again, I really think last night that Boone just ran out of chips, man. And 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 he brought in Kenny Rogers 2.0. And once he did that, man, it was just like, oh, God, you know, we I, I was. Jay Happ has no business in, <laughs> in this game. Uh, you know, I, I understand for longevity and it's it no. Uh, oh, God. I, I saw a take earlier. I'm, actually, I heard it on the radio. Um, somebody wanted to leave CC in for two innings. Jesus Christ! Like when he the, when the team when when Fox went back to the game and I saw CC heading to the mound. I was okay. So yeah, we're just gonna have this one batter, right? <laughs> well, I thought that that whole inning was gonna be his, but um, then they suggested that he was only in for that one batter. I was like, oh okay, mm. and then he starts off. With a three zero count, I'm like, oh my god! I would have been second guessing Boone if he would have left Chapman in because Chapman hasn't thrown more than twenty nine pitches, and God knows how long. And I think he he was hoping to to get two innings out of him last night, and I think with the way the ninth inning went, he he had to kind of call an audible there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And like I told you, I think maybe you know if maybe. You can try to get another another out or two out of Chapman. And I think also could have been stretched out for another out or two. Piece together those four or five outs. Maybe that could have been a difference in the game. But ultimately, it came down to a few spots and come through with runners on base. Mm-hmm. Um, and mainly then, uh, in the top of the 11th inning then with a, Sanchez. Then a, a makeup call, a, a fucking makeup call by the umpire. I mean, yeah, he missed Sanchez swinging and missing at the third strike. But you knew immediately after that that anything, yeah, swinging anything remotely close. close to the strike zone was going to be called striking. Yeah, I was surprised that Sanchez was so animated about that because he's got to take the – he's got to be behind the plate the very next inning and, well, and one pitch and game was over. Had, but. He had a great at bat there. He was fouling pitchers off like I haven't seen him. And he was hitting. He he was when when you foul a ball straight back like the way he was doing it in that in that oh. bat, you're oh. on. And he was on in that at bat. I just felt something there. But ultimately, a makeup call, anything within two two feet of the strike zone would have been called strike three. He he got a he had a, he had so many chances in that bat. He had a pop up. That really that should have ended the inning. Hit a, hit something in the roof. Tropicana, so he got a do over. Tropicana field too. He uh he <laughs> struck out, and he got a redo. Mm-hmm. He had fastballs down the middle that he just missed. What also bothers and me too. Used, what also bothers me too is he did not budge from the box. It, it bothers me. No, Ted. He he should have took off running, regardless if if he thought that ball he fouled that ball off or not. He should have been halfway down the first base line. Uh, I, I mean, he sold it as he foul right. tipped it. So, I mean, the umpire bought it, so mm. I, I'm okay right. with that. Uh, but he's when Sanchez is on those fastballs that that he fouled off, and the, especially the one that you said that he fouled right mm-hmm. back. Those those shouldn't be foul balls. Those should be on the the, the train tracks. Right. Well, 
But, you know, it is what it is. Um, so here we are. Yankees. Yeah, I mean, here we are. Yankees get we're, we're, one in Houston. So I, I think we're where we need to be at this point, where, where we could have hoped to be uh, tied at one coming home uh, for the next three. Um, do I – Now, question. Hold on. Before we, we look ahead, uh, DJ Delamayhu, do you send them in? On that play, I think so. Is that a, I, I think that was a great, I, I think that was a great send by Nevin. Um, I usually second guess Nevin all the time. I think he's a little more passive on the third base coaching side, um, but I think it was a great send at that point. You want to take the lead against Verlander at that point in time, right? And when you looked at it live, it looked like it got away from uh, Altuve enough that it was going to be an easy score, and I didn't even see Correa. Maybe for, it was because of me celebrating. Uh, I didn't even see Correa close to, to that play. And all of a sudden, he's picking up the ball. He fired a strike. That's the home. So you got to give him props right. for that. And that's, you know, that's that's the thing. You got to – it's got to be a perfectly executed play where Correa's got to pick that ball up barehanded and fire a strike home. And normally, nine out of ten times, that ball is sailing. Um, right. You know, and again, it was, it was a good send by Nevin. Very aggressive. I liked it. I would have been yelling and screaming probably at the TV either way. <laughs> but I, I like it. For, and I see a lot of people like, why'd you send them? Why'd you send them? And I, I told everybody, bases loaded. In that scenario, you would have bases loaded, two outs, and you have Sanchez up. Right. And we just went over um, how Sanchez has looked. I'm, Sanchez has been lost. I'm really trying not to second guess. The, the the calls and the managerial decisions during this uh, during this series, uh, I'm not trying to sound like one of them fans who thinks that they're a manager of a major league ball team. Um, you know, I mean, everything that we've done this year, uh, the buttons have been pushed right. So I'm yes. trying to lay back uh, on all of the second guessing. And again, I really think that was a great that was a great send in my opinion. Right, and I, like I said, I completely agree. Um, Especially with Sanchez being so off at the plate, I didn't, you know, I could be wrong. You know, it is baseball. He might have come through. He might have got a single or something must could have happened that, you know, he came through in the clutch. But um, Sanchez has not been good at the plate this whole series. So he has been good. I'm okay with he hasn't sending been good him. played in over a month. No. Anyway. And he since he's come back from, from his injury, he hasn't, um, he hasn't been good at the plate. Um, another person that that hasn't been right at the plate has been Edwin. That's that's your boy over there. It is. I I, I love him. I loved everything he's done since he's got here. Somebody needs to corral that man and tell him to stop hitting everything eight hundred feet. It's taken. <laughs> he has taken some really nasty rips up there, and, and 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 you know he's trying to murder everything. I understand it. He was hitting bullets against the twins. He was. He was locked in. He was locked in. But right now he looks like okay. You're trying to hit everything 950 feet. Let's let's calm down a little bit. Let's put the bat on the ball. Yeah, the layoff, uh, the layoff had an effect. The, the, the layoff between the ALDS and the ALCS uh, had an effect on Edwin. Um, his timing is not there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what's going on in his head, uh, but something's changed. And you know, right now he's he's not somebody I want up at the plate in a big spot. I think in game three, you move him down a little bit. Um, but the question is, who do you move up? Ultimately, I don't you... think we have a choice at this point, uh, you know, because getting into 
the injury bug that seems to have plagued us, uh, you know, each and every single day. Um, you don't have Giancarlo Stanton anymore. Um, you know, I've been on the fence about Stanton. Um, I thought he was starting to get locked in, and then here goes his quad. And going back to one of our episodes, I told you the same thing. Some way, somehow, the success of the Yankees is going to come down to Stanton. He hits a home run in game one. Yankees win. I mean, his home run wasn't, you know, wasn't, you know, the game winner or anything like that. But you need his presence in the lineup. You need him to, even if he's working a walk, if he gets a single, if he, you know, maybe he gets a fly out. The pitchers are going to, those, the the approach to Stan, I I would be worried as, as a pitcher, as opposed to Maven. Oh, of course. Like those, it's gonna be more high stress pitches going to Stanton than to Maven. Mm-hmm. I mean, and at at this point in the situation that we're in, um, we activated Aaron Hicks uh, for this series. Uh, I I do believe that Hicks needs to be in the lineup uh, at this point. He had a good at bat last night in his one showing that ripped the ball down the first baseline. Um, if he's here to play, then, you know, if he's healthy enough to play, let's, let's get him in there, man. Let's, let's get him in there. Let's. I, I saw a stat this morning that said, uh, Maven was four for nine in his career against Garrett Cole. Okay. And Hicks, I believe doesn't have an official at bat against Cole. Not so many Yankees do. I think the only uh, Yankee who's seen Cole, um, is DJ LeMahieu, and he's unfortunately like two for 18 against him in his career. So, you know, there's not a lot of guys in this lineup that have seen Cole. Right. So I, I, I still think you you might see Mabin in the lineup in game three. Uh, I could be wrong, but if they're going by the numbers, I think that's the, the way that they're going. I, I really don't think you see Mabin in game three. I think you see Hicks in game three due to the fact that it's a short porch. Uh, out there, and um, you know, Cole is a righty, gonna gonna turn Hicks around to the left side of the plate. I can see that as, but yeah, you could be right on that. On that, it'll be interesting. Interesting to see how they uh, approach that. I need Gardner to drop down in the lineup. I think you know. I understand a lot of Yankee fans are always having a great year and this and that. I, I can't. I, I need him to drop down a little more. Flip flop. Him and Gregorius? Absolutely. Especially coming home. Yes. And how do you think um how do you think judges looked at the play in the series? He's locked. He's locked in. He's locked in right now. And it's good to see. I mean, he's not pressing at the plate. He's not swinging at the ball that is like, you know, sweeping across the uh to the left side of the plate. He he had some amazing takes last night. I was really impressed by a by his approach at the plate. And, uh, you know, even the uh, the wonderful commentating crew that we have in this American League Championship Series. <laughs> I know you're not a fan of that. You know, honestly, <laughs> if you want to get off, off the, you know, the uh, the topic for uh, of actual baseball and talk commentating for a minute, you know, Joe Buck has not been bad this series. Uh, I've told you that from the very beginning. He's not anti-Yankee. I don't know where everybody gets this. However, if, if anything... John Smoltz, he, go ahead. he go ahead. by far it has not done his homework on this Yankee team at all. He I was, agree with you on that. He was shocked last night 
when Boone had the leash on Paxton. I think every, Agreed. I think every Yankee fan who has followed this team knew that if Paxton let two on in that inning, we were going to Green immediately. Well, Green was up in the second inning. Yeah. He was warming up, ready to come in in that second inning, and Paxton got out of it. And then and I'm trouble in the third inning again and I'm immediately fine. get him out. I'm perfectly fine with that. I would love for Paxton to throw more than five innings. I would love it. He just can't. He cannot. He didn't have it last night. He wasn't sharp. His cur- his curveball was I, – I don't know what his curveball was doing last night, but it wasn't finding the strike zone. And another – And then second, second time oh, – sorry. Uh, second time through the lineup, he was going more with the fastball. And he had a little more success with that. But then, you know, towards uh, – I, I believe it was uh, Altuve um, got – Got on, and I—I I don't know if it was Bregman after him. Was it Bregman that got on after him? Yeah. I, I'm not really—I don't remember. Yes, I believe. But they caught up to a couple of uh, his fastballs, and you had to take him out after that. Yes, you do. You have to make that move. Uh, we're trying to—you know—you thought we stole game one. We're really trying to steal game two. <laughs> um, it, it, like I said, it was there for the taking. We had to take but it. But again, you know. I'm I'm happy and I'm happy where we're at at this point coming home tied at one. Um, there's a couple other things that have been you know I've been reading online on Twitter and whatnot. A lot of people complaining about the Astros, uh, you know, stealing signs and how pitchers are tipping pitches and whatnot. Um, you know, they could tip all they want. You still have to go up there and hack. So, and even if if if. Let's say Paxton was tipping his pitches. That's what Rothschild is there mm-hmm. for. That's what Boone is there for to, to to notice things like that. And if Paxton was tipping his pitches, he he must have made an adjustment because uh, if he was tipping his pitches, he would got hit a little bit harder. You know, tipping or not, I I honestly don't think he was tipping anything last night. His coming, he just wasn't crisp. It was terrible. He was all over the place. Yeah, you you can tell he just didn't have it, and I'm glad that Boone Boone recognized that as well, and he didn't hesitate to take him out. Right, short leash, you know. Um, so going forward, game three, everybody has it as a foregone conclusion that Garrett Cole is going to come in the Yankee Stadium and just you know put up a whole bunch of zeros. I mean, that's what you thought too. That's what I isn't did. That your, uh, I did. I'm not you've been saying it all season. I did. I'm. 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 Listen, this team at this point in time, still, yeah. Cole, Cole's gonna do what he's gonna do. He's gonna come in there. He's probably gonna throw, you know, seven or eight innings of like you know three, four hit ball. Seven or eight innings, huh? You know, mm-hmm. I, I would. I would rather it be seven. This way, we can get to the to that. Uh, to the bullpen again, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're that they're in the lead at that point when he when he exits. I mean, look at Verlander last night. The Astros' offense yeah. is not putting up anything. No, we I, and I can't stress this enough. And this is what's bothering me today. It was there for the taking. Mm-hmm. They had Verlander beat, and they gave it away. They had so many opportunities, and I think. With the change in scenery, going to the Bronx, if Cole does pitch seven innings, I say he's going to give up three runs. That's fine. 
and the Yankees, the Yankees just got to keep the Houston offense to one run, two runs, no runs. I need Sever. They got to match them. I need Severino to channel his emotions. I understand this is going to be hype. He's going to be pumped up, jacked, ready to go. You got to channel this, and you got to put it into your pitching, man. You got to hit your spots. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah, that first inning is going to be big for him because Houston, if they if they ambush him, it's it's not going to be pretty for us. Game four, who do you go with? Uh, it really depends on what happens tomorrow night. Like I said, if Severino gets ambushed and it's 4 nothing in the first inning, then do you go back to the bullpen and piece it together like we did last night? You have no choice. You kind of give the Astros the game and say, you know what, we got to win the war. Um, I don't know. It really depends on how tomorrow goes. If if we get a W, if Severino can give us five, if he can give us six, um, I would try an opener situation for game four. If Severino gets lit up and you have to go through the bullpen, then you're going to probably see a combination of Hap and CC for game four. No way. Uh, I, I, cu- I couldn't go through that. Absolutely not. You want? I mean, I mean that's what you you might have to go through. I don't know if you want to bring Tanaka back so so quick. I do. I I, I think we. Well, actually, I think regardless of what happens, you tomorrow, you sent me the uh you sent me the the forecast for right. what for Wednesday, and doesn't look too promising. Not at all. So, like that also plays the rain. Into, that plays into the plans as well for game Absolutely four. Absolutely does. Um, I do think, though, regardless of what happens tomorrow, uh, Tanaka comes back in game four. He only threw about, I believe, 70 pitches in game one. You're confident with that? I am. Especially the way he had them. He had them off balance. Um, I have uh, – and it also sets up for him to go in game seven as well. Uh, you you got to have an ace at this point. In, in, to get you through, you got to have a guy who you can rely on, and Tanaka is that guy who we can rely on at this point. So I throw him in game four, and even if the Yankees win tomorrow, you you throw Tanaka in. Yeah. All right. Pedal to the metal, foot on the throat, man. Got to go for the knockout. Now, I I'm with you on that on that front, uh, but like they had mentioned on the broadcast last night, it's. The Yankees are set up kind of for a nine-inning game. And how do you, like, let's say Boone uses all his his guns and the Yankees are down to 2-1. They bring Tanaka back and they lose that game. Where do you go? That's a good question. And and, and that's that's something that I'm hoping that I don't – that need not be addressed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean – Jeez, I don't even know. Maybe in, in five, in five, then you can probably go with Green, you know, on the opener situation. If you're up, if you're up three games to one, then you can go like that. Um, if you now, if you're down three games if, to one, what do you if do? You're down three games to one. It's all hands on deck. All hands on deck for three straight. Absolutely. There's, there's no, there's no tomorrow. There's no tomorrow. You got to be all hands on deck, and apparently this this pitching, the bullpen, and you know, uh, has been our stronghold, and it's what we base our team around as one of our major strengths. And there's there there's plenty of time to rest in the off season. Agreed. 
I like I said to you many times, this team is much. I feel so much better than Houston. You've seen it in the last two games. I know Houston won yesterday with Ty at one. But like I said, I'm going to stress the fact that it should be 2 nothing Yankees. They had so many opportunities to take a two two games to nothing lead. Um, the Astros do not scare me. Verlander does not scare me. Cole, uh, if there's anybody to worry about, I think he's the guy. And even then, if you can get, like I said, three runs off of him, I think that's very doable in Yankee Stadium. That can happen with one swing. All it takes is a walk, maybe a, a single, and a blast. Loop and a blast. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of ways that it can happen. It could be three mistake pitches that end up in the seats. You know, just get three runs off of him and get to that bullpen. Absolutely. And Severino's got to Severino's got to deal tomorrow. He's got to go five. I'm gonna try to stretch it and say he's got to go six. Uh, give me one run, two runs allowed. Okay. I could live with that. I could live with that. Um, I can go, I mean, he's been back enough. At, yeah. You can't baby him anymore. Yeah, you got, this, this is it. You got to go. Gotta let him roll. Um, so tomorrow I do believe that they get to Cole for about three runs as well. Yeah, I feel it. I, I, I have that feeling. Like we had against Keiko, where everybody was worried about Keiko, and then we let him up the last time he was at the stadium. So, is this uh, going to be? A is it going to be a different type of atmosphere that he's going to be facing too? Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how he responds to that. Yeah. So, so I think I've, I I feel like I got everything well, go off my chest at this point. Uh, you know, I like I said, I've said this multiple times during this podcast. Boone just ran out of chips last night. Um, he was forced to go to Kenny Rogers 2.0 and, um, you know, he did what he's done all season long, which is give up the long ball. Now I got a question for you now that, that you kind of mentioned that. So Correa hits that home run off the first pitch. How do you feel about the way he celebrated, how he stared it down, how he gave the the little Hogan, uh, (laughs) ear, ear pose. I'm okay with that in a big spot because I would expect that at any one of our guys. I mean, while our guys don't do it as much, that was a big spot. Uh, and that, that I'm all right with it. You know, that's the way the game is gone. That's the way the game is going. Uh, I mean, if it was – if they were down, you know, if the Astros were down 7-3 to three and he hits a solo shot and he does that, then I got a problem with it. But, you know, I'm an old-school guy who's trying to, to come with the times and stuff. I sound like an old man when I say that shit, but – <laughs> I mean, I'm all right. Oh, I'm in the same boat. I'm all with right you. with it, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I initially, I, I didn't like it. I think it was just I was in the moment of, fuck, we lost. Yeah. Um, but looking back, yeah, I can I can go with your uh, your side on this. Yeah. It's fine. It, it's like uh, I'll use one player as an example, uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. He he does. He poses and struts and does all that shit when his team is down, uh, you know, seven to four, and he looks like a moron. But again, that was a big spot. I'm cool with that. Um, if any one of the Yankees would have hit a walk off, um, I think besides Aaron Judge, Aaron Judge doesn't do that. But I think, uh, well, he was he was hyped for that moment last night. He was, you saw him talking. You saw him talking a little talking. trash. He was talking, but you know the 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 whole body mannerisms and the antics weren't there. I don't think you'll ever see that no. out of him. 
No. Did you uh, see his uh, post-game interview? I, I did not. I was very frustrated, and I shut the TV off and went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I was also on that same boat last night. Um, I saw it this morning. Um, very calm, very collected, very confident that going back to the Bronx is not going to be an issue for them. Um, he still feels like they can get it done, and it's postseason baseball. This is what we expected, and he expects, you know, obviously to win. And I like that this – the fact that they were so close to winning and they lost pretty much a heartbreaker mm. – um, has it rattled his confidence at all? I like that. And that's that's yeah, that that's that's great. As long as he didn't go out there and say, I guarantee you we're gonna win in five, because you know, then that that Or play New York, New York in <laughs> you know the clubhouse. Oh man. All right, so I got everything off my chest at this point. The pitch tipping, stop it. Okay. Stop. Just please stop. J Hap, take a long walk off a short pier, dude. And I, I I can't I can't be that 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 much on him. I think he he came in a big spot in the bottom of the tenth. He got some big outs and he just tried to get a uh, get me over fastball to start the inning and he just he got beat. And and finally, stop second guessing our managers. You know I, everything has worked this year and. I- Everything Boone has done up to the, up to Adavito coming in for Green, everything's worked. and from what we've seen in these first two games, um, you know, the Astros' offense is dormant, so they're not as scary as they should be at this point. The only thing I worry about is if Correa wakes up. He had a big play. He was late on in the field. He was late on a fastball last night. He was late. I mean, yeah. uh, but he <laughs> he he had what he had a double last night. He got a big play at second to to gun down TJ and obviously the game winner. So if he gets going, that, that that's gonna be a problem for the Yankees the next three games. I just think here's the, here it is. We're home. We're coming home. Take care of business in New York. We'll see you in the World Series. So we're parting Thursday night. Five games. Yeah, we're Absolutely. parting. We're yep, parting, we're parting Thursday, Thursday night. night. Well, not Thursday night because of the rain on Wednesday. So, <laughs> I don't think we're getting Wednesday's game in. You don't no. think so? Not, not from what the forecast is looking like, and I don't think. I mean, a Friday night party just as good. Friday, I mean, Friday. maybe we'll, I'll prefer a Friday night party over a Thursday night party as long as. <laughs> It, it's a party that gets us to the World Series. I'm all Absolutely. for it, whenever it is. So we'll be back before this uh, before this series ends again. And um, you know, once again, my name is Mike Rudy. You can find me on Twitter, the Tuna Seven Two Five, and on Instagram, the Tuna Seven Two Five as well. And you guys can find me, Frank Negron, at Cool Guy Nine Two Four on Twitter, and on Instagram at F Negron Twenty Four. Mike, you got anything else before we? We leave today. Uh, other than Severino and the Bronx better be on fire tomorrow. I will be there. Very nice. I need a lot of energy from Yankee Stadium. I mean, we know that that's going to be the case. We know that everybody's going to be loud tomorrow. We know the stadium is going to be rocking. And we just, we need a W. I might not be able to uh, record the next episode of the podcast. I might not have a voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get one of, uh, get a, Google Translate to, to voice Absolutely, video. Absolutely, man. All right, Frankie <laughs> boy. Uh-
All right. Have a good time at the game. Everybody, we'll talk to you later on in the week. Once we're again, out. we're out.